forever. Dog. There's a prowler in Melissa's room, but is he dead or alive? This week on the podcast, R.L. Stein's Haunted. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are talking about R.L. Stein's Haunted. This is an iconic cover. Really good cover. I was actually quite shocked that we did not talk about this book yet because the cover is so iconic. Yes, same. I was like, oh, right, this one. Yeah. How are we only now getting to this one? I know. It's wild. And an actual supernatural yeah. plot. I kept waiting for it to be like, and then he was a brother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then it turned out he was a twin and he was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, no, he's actually was, a full on ghost. He's a full on future ghost. A future ghost, not just a, a ghost, ghost, but from a the future, future ghost. Yeah. Which is wild. And something I have not seen quite like this before. Yeah. And I, it's a wild one. I enjoyed it. I was very pleasantly surprised at how different an entry this was. Yeah. It was really interesting. I also, it was like <laughs> the like greaserness of the bad guys. That was very <laughs> silly. <laughs> this was written in 1990. Okay. Uh, so we can assume that RL was probably writing from his own. Right. His own greaser childhood. Child, his own greaser childhood <laughs> in the 70s. Yeah. That would make sense. Um I was thinking about how funny it is that he was like head writer of Eureka's Castle and editing yeah. Nickelodeon magazine. Yeah, that is really funny. And now I'm at Nickelodeon. I'm, <gasps> I'm the head writer of a Nickelodeon show. Wait, are you R.L. Stein? Oh my God, my name is Robert. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Robert Lawrence Stein. My name is R.L. Stein. I just never Wait, I just, made the connection. Am I from? Am I a past ghost? <laughs> um, now, you might be listening and thinking, what is a future ghost? There's no answer good for question. you, unfortunately. A ghost that is from the future. Yeah, that's all the explanation. And really, I don't mind that that's all the explanation. Don't waste my time. Oh, we really don't need any more no. explanation. I mean, the, the, like, the way the events play out and also, beautiful, introduce a gun, use a gun. Oh, loved that. Chekhov's... Chekhov's gun rule, yeah. very much yeah. obeyed in this book. So wait, okay. So at Do the you beginning, read the back of the book? yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> the Night Stalker. What? Why does it say that? Oh, that's probably the they like little thing prowler. on the top. Yeah, Aren't I know they? the fierce yes. prowler. The Night Stalker. Melissa woke up screaming. Mm. The prowler was at her window, or was he? Go. The recent headlines about a Fear Street prowler had everyone on edge. Her father now kept a loaded pistol in his bedroom. That made it even more frightening and real. Then the haunting began. Her new car driving as if someone else had taken control. Her birthday presents ripped open by unseen hands. An invisible force trying to push her out of her bedroom window. Out of the shadows of her bedroom came a menacing figure. Who was he? Did he really come from beyond the grave? And why did he become to kill her? If Melissa doesn't solve the mystery fast, these questions will haunt her. To death. <laughs> what an interesting read. Yeah, thank you. I am a voice actor, you know. <laughs> and it shows. 
it really imbued it with a sense of um, uh, no urgency. Yeah, joie de vivre and uh, irrelevant or and irreverence. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. So I mean, this is pretty accurate, except for calling him a Fear Street Prowler or Stalker, Night Stalker. Just saying the Night Stalker. That phrase isn't ever used. He's only Never. ever called the Fear Street Prowler, I believe. Yeah. Um, but that's pr- a pretty minor. Yeah. Discrepancy. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I'll forget. I'll forgive it. Mm hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. so basically this ghost is, keeps showing up in her bedroom and like trying to push her out windows and like, <laughs> try, like trying to do all this stuff to her like, yeah, like, like fuck with her dry, like her fuck with her, um, what's the steering wheel and like get the car all wibbly wobbly. And she's like, oh my God. Um, and she's like very scared the whole time. Her boyfriend is a complete dud. I felt. Yes. Uh, buddy. Yeah, Buddy sucks shit. Buddy sucks. Buddy tries to grab her boobs. She's not ready oh, for yeah. it. And then he's a fucking dick about it. Yeah, he's like, hey, I thought you liked, mm-hmm. thought you wanted me, baby. I was like, ew. I thought you missed me. Ew. She's like, I did miss you. I don't, I said I wanted to talk. Yeah. So he yeah. sucked. I wish he died. Yeah. I, I wish that Paul had killed Buddy. Yeah, I would love that. But he didn't. He doesn't. Paul's not much better. Paul, live Paul, well, dead Paul. Dead Paul goes through an Paul, arc. Yeah, ghost Paul has Future a ghost. gross arc. So kudos to him for that. Yeah. He, at first he wants to murder and then he's like, I don't want to murder anymore. Mm-hmm, which is a real evolution. Yeah. And we're proud of him for it. Yeah. And we commend him for it. Meanwhile, live Paul, mm-hmm. maybe a rapist. Oh, yeah maybe yeah. a murderer yeah i mean he's definitely like say. accidentally some here's what i'll say he's like a de facto murderer or no i'm sorry a de jure murderer where it's like he maybe someone someone has died during one of his prowls probably and Perhaps. so like according mm-hmm. to the law if you're doing a felony and someone dies then you are you can be found guilty of felony murder yeah mm-hmm. so you have to like be I really careful that. when you do felonies because mm-hmm. like i will be like, careful the next time i do a felony even if, and now get this, this is how fucked up this is. You're doing a felony, right? Mm-hmm. And one of your like co-conspirators gets killed by the fucking police. Mm. Guess who can be Guess found guilty of murder? Guess who can be put on trial? You. Yeah, you. Well, I don't So just be really careful. Try to make sure everybody stays alive when you do your felonies. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Do like safety checks. Do yeah, like, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure like <laughs> you're following OSHA uh, yeah. regulations. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. use ergonomic chairs. Make sure everybody is taking their 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you could get yeah. fined for that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you got to get those lunch breaks in. I will um, say, like, we don't know for sure that Live Paul is a murderer or would it, or, sorry, would have murdered Melissa. I just think someone. But he was close, I will say though. Ghost Paul certainly thought that he was going to. And I, when it comes to the motivations of Live Paul, who do I trust the most, whose instincts do I trust the most? ghost balls because if yeah. anyone knows it's him yeah so i guess he would have murdered her yeah because he must have remembered in the moment how he felt yeah that if wait so was it like a time circle thing was it like that it yeah. was always his ghost that killed him basically like yeah. she kills him yeah she does shoot him right yeah i can't believe she shot him it was wild this book is wild yeah 
So what what the plot is is yeah, Melissa's getting tormented by this ghost who first tries to drive her car off the road, opens all her presents, her birthday presents. Oh, in she's a fit rich, of rage. by the way. She's, she's rich. very rich. She lives on Fear Street, which is usually painted as usually kind poor. of a shithole. Then why but is she there? Now it's being painted as where all the cool Victorian houses are. Okay. Which is interesting. I mean, it's early in, uh, in the Fear Street. It's number yeah. seven. So, so it's, maybe it's they... hard to say whether or not this goes against canon or canon goes against this. Or let's try this. Mm-hmm. Sometimes places they get a little seedy. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Places fall like in and out of vogue. Certain houses are more yeah. rundown than others. Sure. Maybe she's in one of the ni- nice she's restored in a ones. Nice one. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. All her presents get torn open in a fit of rage. Uh, what else happens? She almost gets pushed out a window. Um, I guess it was all the examples on the book. That's pretty much it. And then. Ghost Paul does, in fact, manifest himself. And he's like, I'm going to kill you because you killed me. I don't remember how you did it, but I know it was you. And she's yeah. like, I definitely didn't kill you. I would remember killing you. And also, I would never kill anyone. Was and she she's like, like kind of stupid? All I know is what I feel. Yeah. Was she kind of stupid? Yeah. Okay, great. She's, I felt like she was very stupid. She's a drip. Like, she also, like, took forever to, like, understand things and, like. Took her way too long to understand that live Paul was alive. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. That was very annoying. Everyone, when she was asking everyone in town, like, how did Paul die? I'm like, bitch, you know you he's know alive. He is alive. You, why aren't you getting this? Yeah. So Ghost Paul manifests himself. He's like, you kill me, I might kill you. And she's like, no, I didn't. And I, in fact, I will help you figure out how you died. Did like that. And I he's did like, like whatever, that. rich bitch. Yeah. And she's like, no, for real, I'm going to figure it out. And she, does she like goes to the library and she's like combing through microfiche she's like even she's even like oh he's poorer maybe he's went to this school not shady side duh melissa Mm -hmm. so i will ask my friend della to talk to her cousin trisha with the fucked up teeth yeah oh right that was was a very funny detail i thought um i'll see if anyone recently died at their school yeah because she goes to south Mm-hmm. and Which is where i went south oh interesting south high mm-hmm. and uh people new to the fear street books but if <laughs> i don't think this applies to a lot of our listeners but if like you started listening to the podcast because you saw the fear street movies first but haven't read any of the books guess what shady side is not the poor side of town no it's not <laughs> um and here it's south apparently um so She's like, hey, did anybody die recently here? And she's like, yeah, actually, somebody died last spring. And she's like, oh, my God, what was his name? And she's like, mm, like, Victor. <laughs> she's like, oh, okay. And she's like, yeah, he like he dove in a swimming pool and he died. And she's like, okay, it's definitely not Paul then. And she goes back to Paul and Paul is kind of like touched by her helping him. She goes out. Then she goes out dancing with Dum Dum Buddy one night at the Red... Red Heat, right? Yeah, I think so. So Red Heat has been mentioned before. I did want to read the description of Red Heat because it's pretty funny. Um, So it's a long, tall building that looks like a warehouse that used to have farm machinery inside. The hangar-sized dance floor, the concrete floor, nearly a city block long, which is pretty long, had been covered with long strips of 50s colors linoleum, pinks and blacks, orange squares on pale green, aqua and maroon, all unmatched, all clashing. 
When the long rows of colored flashing lights struck the dance floor from above, the floor seemed to come to life, seemed to dance right along with the dancers above it, and the warehouse became a different world. The walls had all been painted red, although it was seldom bright enough to see their true color. The rafters above had also been painted red. The long juice bar and all the other furnishings were red, in keeping with the name Red Heat. Giant black speakers mounted at regular intervals from the rafters blasted the music down to the floor, which reverberated from the booming sound and echoed the music right back up beyond the rafters, trapping the dancers in the middle, encircling them with the music, holding them as if in a powerful spell. Wow. Get me there. Got to get to red heat. Got to get to red heat. Wow. So they go dancing, having Mm -hmm. a good time until Buddy (laughs) continues not to believe her that there's a ghost living in her house. Super annoying. Like, I... He needs to at least like take stock in what she's saying. Like, even if he doesn't believe it's a ghost. Mm-hmm. I will say to his credit, he is like, I just think that you need to talk to someone. I think some I think something's going on with you. You've experienced some kind of trauma. So he he's not being entirely unsupportive or entirely dismissive. Yeah. But it is very boring because we know the ghost is real. That's the problem. That's because we know it's real and it's wasting my time. Yes. It feels like a giant waste of time. And she's very annoyed by it. So she runs out all mad. And who does she encounter outside but a bunch of 50s greasers, one of whom is a very alive Paul. And Paul, yeah, living Paul is extremely horny. Yeah. And, and all his friends are too. And his friends are too, except for one guy named Frankie who like is very like half-heartedly going, I don't know, man, just leave me alone, maybe. But then he's, like, weird later, like, when he... He's still trying to do the macho thing, like, yeah, baby, yeah, she came and saw me at the grocery store. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So he's, like, still trying to, like, keep up with them, but he's also like, but, like, I don't know, maybe we don't have to rape her. Yeah. That's what Frankie is contributing to the group. So she encounters him, Paul is terrible, and she's like, Paul, why are you being like them? And I'm like, he's not at this point really being that much different than Ghost Paul who keeps threatening to kill you. Yeah. So. Seriously. And she runs away. (laughs) And then she like goes back to the Ghost Paul. And she's like, I don't know why you acted like that tonight. (laughs) And he's like, what are you talking about? I've been here. And she's like, whatever. And then again, I'm like, okay. Come on. You have to get that that we, was an alive you, person you have to get that that's not Please him stop and like he clearly does not know anything you're fucking talking about mm-hmm. and you and clearly won't let it this go. man is a ghost and the other one was not and also this is the other part that always really annoys me about this shit is that so oftentimes he has very limited time to speak to her because he like fades into the ether mm-hmm. and so like every time she's wasting all this time being like you were mean to me earlier and he's like what are you talking about yeah and she just keeps pushing it And it's like, okay, girl, but like time's going by. And if you want answers, like you got to ask those questions. And she's just not. She's not. It's very frustrating. Um, She's very stupid. Yeah. I'm going to read the description of Paul. Yeah, please. This is this is ghost Paul. Okay. He seemed to be off balance at first, but he quickly got his bearings and his dark eyes stared into hers. She could see him clearly now. He had dark brown hair that looked as if it hadn't been washed in weeks. It was parted haphazardly in the middle and hung down past his collar. Disgusting. He had thick, (laughs) dark eyebrows, high cheekbones, and a mouth that seemed to fall naturally into an unpleasant sneer. He was wearing a faded blue denim jacket and blue denim jeans. Okay. That's Paul. That's Paul. Um, Um, I I wish that his hair was washed. Yeah. It'd be real. It's unfortunate. Because now, like, you've got to be a ghost with dirty hair forever. Gross. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like, what are you talking about? I'm fading. And then he fades. <laughs> and then she 
like somehow f- she's like at the grocery store and I, I guess she sees a photo of Frankie as being an employee. Is that what happens? I forget how she figures out Frankie works at this grocery store, but she does. She goes to talk to him. She's like, so tell me how your friend Paul died. And he's like, what? <laughs> Paul yeah. died? I and know. she's like, um, yes, we were all was, together last night. And he was like I'm, very dead, dead, dead. I'm going to say that it was at this point that I felt that she was lost to us. Yes. I was like, she can't <laughs> like, come back. She's you gone. Are, there is no reaching you. She's so stupid. Too I was far. like, how do you still think that? How? There are, there's just one Paul. How? How? And he's like, this was a what really is, mean joke to play yeah. on me. And she's like, what are you talking? And he's like, look, I only have so much break time left and I want to coke. Bye. Yeah. So he leaves. She has no answers again. She does not respect people's time. No. So then she like figures out where he lives, I think. Yeah. Goes down there encounters him again is like trying to like save save him because i think by this point she's figured out that they are two separate entities essentially i think so yeah i kind of forget but so oh yeah and ghost paul goes with her that's what it is ghost paul knows where he lives or no she knows where he lives and she's like i'll take you there and then you maybe you'll like start to have more memories come back and he does and he's getting very sad and then we spend some time just with ghost paul watching living paul in his sad little house be sad and like look melissa up in the phone book and call her drunk oh yeah i forgot about that and and i think what this is interesting because it's such a tonal shift because we're in his pov Mm -hmm. and it and everything's like a lot more deep yeah yeah and it's it's kind of like a different writing style yeah i thought i took a photo of it and it's not in my thought i took a screenshot and it's not in my photos i guess it didn't save um but yeah it's really kind of like this touching moment where he like realizes how sad his life is yeah sad and lost he was yeah so that's when ghost paul starts to become a better person than living paul yes he goes back to Melissa and is like, I see now it's inevitable. You can't save me. Yeah. She's like, no, I won't hear of it. I can. And he's like, thank you for caring. <laughs> and it turns out living Paul actually is the Fear Street Prowler. Has been yeah, breaking he's into people's dude. houses. He's very busy prowling. Mm-hmm. He goes to Melissa's house. And sure enough, the gun that Melissa's dad showed her in the very first chapter of the book (laughs) gets pulled back out. So living Paul shows up, truly seems like he's about to rape Melissa. Wait, can I talk to you about the scene in the beginning where we do discover the gun, though? Because that moment was really funny to me. Okay, so Melissa's like, like just the dynamic with her and the The dad dad is is so so proud. Weird. Yeah. It was very weird. He's a weird guy, right? Yes. Okay, so she's like screaming, right? And like, dad's like, and like comes in. Like he like, he's like running down the hall and he's like, what's going on in here? And she, like, he's like weirdly like slapsticky and comical. And she's like, there's a guy in my room. And he's like, I don't think so. Melissa, take a look at this. It's a branch. 
And she's like, oh, I feel silly. And he's like, hey, what the heck are you wearing? And the mom's like, can we please go to bed? And and she's like, oh, I'm wearing your nightshirt. And he's like, I've been looking for that thing all over the dang place. <laughs> and that she's whole like, part I was like, like what was is, that? You're setting up a weird dynamic between the, the weird dad dynamic, and the daughter. Right? I don't like that she stole his nightshirt. I don't like that he wants it back. I don't like any of yes. this. It was very weird to me. I was like, I, I, I just, and he kept calling her string bean and like poking her and stuff. I was like, this is weird. Yeah. I was like, I don't feel comfortable. I did not feel comfortable. And she's like, I'm really scared. And the dad's like, come with me. And then he brings her into the bedroom and he's like, look at this gun I have. It's loaded. And she's like, oh my God. <laughs> and then the mom's like, can we please get back to bed? <laughs> and I was like, why? She's like, you're overtired. And that's the mom's <laughs> yeah. favorite word, overtired. Oh, you're overtired, Melissa. Mm-hmm. You're overtired. Yeah. So. So it's a weird scene. <laughs> it is a very weird scene. And I remember... Uh, being very shocked and confused by it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then the dad shows her the gun. Yes. And it's like, don't worry, you're totally safe. Yeah. And and like the fact that he's like, it's fully loaded. I was like, what? Why? <laughs> Why? Why are you doing this? Like, he, he he's like, it's got a full magazine in it or something like that. Like, it's like so full. I was like, this. why is dad doing this? Um, I don't yeah, trust Sorry, I had to interject gun. to talk about that because yeah. I was like, what's ha- happening here? Yep. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Living Paul shows up, is drunk, seems like he might rape her. So Ghost Paul intercedes. And you're like, hell yeah, Ghost Paul. (laughs) And Melissa gets the gun out. And then she's like, no, I can't. And then Living Paul tries to take it from her. Ghost Paul forces it out of Living Paul's hands and into Melissa's. And it just like goes off. I mean, I shouldn't be laughing. It is funny because it's very mysterious and doesn't really explain like what do you mean it it goes off it's like trying to take responsibility away from right. melissa even as she is the one but she has murdered it yeah but she has now shot him but ghost paul like drove her to do it and it's like this pretty sad touching ending yeah. where he's like it is i don't have any regrets now like i can leave because you're you're the only one who cared about me my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I'm just glad that I had you for this short period of time, at least. And I can like yeah. die happy because like somebody cared about me in my life. And I was like, this is, this is really sad. Yeah. I, 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 it was quite sad. You know who comes in and really fucking fucks up the vibe though? Uh-huh. Fucking buddy, right? I'm like, ew. Get out of here. Nobody Why wants you. Why are you here? Either. Like, it, she and Ghost Paul even kiss. I know. At the end. And I was like, okay. But then also this part when, so like, he's like, what happened? When she looks at the body on the floor and is like, just some prowler. I was like, okay, we're too comfortable about this. Yeah, that kind of hurt. I was like, that I was the, like, A, mm. dismissive. Yeah. B, I guess you technically cheated on your boyfriend with a ghost <laughs> and see like, like there is a dead man on the floor. Mm-hmm. And it's you're not, just oh, like shrug. And right. Like her being like, Oh, just some prowler. And he's like, okay. But it's like, but it's like, we're not talking I, about the dead prowler in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. I, yes. The mummy in the room. The um, mummy in the room. I, it was like, I sort of understood what he was trying to say with that, which is that like, that wasn't really, her paul no i know it wasn't but it just was like too 
fucking blase about it being a fucking corpse. A new, like a brand new, like dead body. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did hate that like she and Buddy kind of like walk off into the sunset together. Yeah. And I was like, nobody needs you. Did she have a best friend in this book? Della. Oh, that's right. Della. She, and she kept going, damn, I should really confide in Della. Della would believe me. And then she keeps not doing it. Do you think that R.L. Stein like wrote Della into the beginning of the book, forgot about Della, and then was like, oh, yeah, I, I guess I'll just have her say, I wish I was talking to Della. Or it was just like, well, she needs a friend. She needs a female right. best friend because every girl has one and then like didn't know what to do with her. Yeah. But also it really like it seems like R.L. Stein is telling us the whole book she should not be with Buddy because like Buddy's the last one at her party. She's She's a villain. Really gets along with everyone else there. And then Buddy is like a giant pain in the ass the whole time. Like he hands her a present. She's like, oh, great. I'll put it with the others. And he's like, oh, I guess I'm just as special as anyone. And I was like, stop making this about your fucking self. Yeah. Yep. And and like. And there's this whole section about how about Della's boyfriend. She's like, at first I thought he was like this really uptight preppy, but I've really learned like how like fun and open he can be. And I'm like, are you in love with your friend's boyfriend? Okay, wait. I totally <laughs> thought something was going to happen with that I because did she too. was like, <gasps> she was like, I don't know. I just I just started to get to know him, and he seemed a little he bit different. So I was great. like, I was like, are you about to steal Della's boyfriend? Yeah. So that was interesting. And then but don't like, worry. Everybody it doesn't happen. Yeah, it does not happen. Instead, they end up together. And I was like, I thought you were telling us that he was shitty. Okay. The tension in the scene where like the time is running out because she's like, oh, my God, my parents are going to get home or something like that. What was she stressed out about? She wanted to kick everybody out. Yeah. her Everybody was supposed to be gone before her parents got home, which is okay. Like, the tension weird. in that. It was very weird. And it's it's just so strange because everyone is very like, yay, candles, candles. And she's like, she's like, guys, why don't we just um call it all quits and everyone go home? And they're like, presents, presents. Like, it's really weird. It's, and then like it, it's all supposed to be leading to them discovering that like a ghost has already opened the presents. And it's like very anticlimactic. I will say part of the problem is then like three pages of the book are missing. Yeah, I don't know what library. happened. Yeah. Yeah. No, we for some reason get a super zoomed in version of like page 72 where like mm-hmm. 28 should be. And um, so I don't know what happened in those two pages. We know that she opens Buddy's present and it's a silver pendant, but we okay. don't really know what happened. But it all it's like building. Oh, my God, the presents have been opened. And then it's like and then she, and then <laughs> jumps forward in the book and then jumps back to her putting this pendant on and almost yep. getting pushed out of her own window. Yep. Yeah. I, I do agree as well, though, that the opened presence is super um, anticlimactic and like not like for a Fear Street book. That's like a nothing thing to happen to you. Yes, truly. You live on Fear Street and you're scared that somebody opened your presence. Mm-hmm. Like people are constantly like boiled to death and shit. Yeah. I just feel like you would just be like, oh, just a Tuesday. All my shit's opened. Yep. I mean, this is and this is after the ghost has tried to to make her car go off the road. This is not a Literally good hiking to, order. Yeah, exactly. Car goes off the road. It should be like tries little to murder tiny her window. eerie things yeah. happen like the presence and then car goes yeah, off the road. Yeah, you can't go yeah. car and then presence. I mean, how can you go? Exactly. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Exactly those words. You cannot go car and then presence. Yep. So that's the problem with the presence. Yeah. It'd be fine if that was like, ooh, building. But like we've built a car almost went off the road. <laughs> Yeah. Or no, into an oil tanker. 
Oh, yeah. And her car. He was going to make her drive oh. into an oil tanker on the other side of the yeah. road. And then she doesn't get her car anymore for the rest of the book. Yeah. And then she has to drive that Volvo. <laughs> I know. Mother's Volvo. Instead of her brand new Pontiac Firebird. Daddy, it's too much. Ew. Okay. Were you like totally creeped Again out when with he came the dad? Home? Yeah. When he's like. He was being so weird. Like, I'm sorry. You're not going to wait for your wife to get home to give this present? Yeah. That's weird. It is weird. We're both and lawyers, also, like, so he, you both helped pay for it. Yeah. Also, it was weird, like the way he was looking at her, because it's like he gave her like a coy yeah, smile and was like, "Come look, I have something about to show the you." Dad and the daughter was weird. It was weird. No, I was not. I was uncomfortable. I didn't like it. And I was very glad when the dad was like essentially a non-entity for most of the book. Yeah. It's like ugh, good because I was not enjoying that dynamic at all. No, I hated it actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> Damn, we uh, sped through that book. Well, nothing really happens in it. Um, well, I mean, stuff happens. I mean, a lot happens. We just said it all. Yeah. Well, because we liked it and we were like. Yeah, I, I did like it. I think this is a definite you should read. Yeah, this is a strong one. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, okay. Why don't I come and up with. like some of the more touching moments in a Fear Street book. Us- yeah, usually like, there they is aren't. an actual poignancy. Yeah. And his death was sad. And yeah. like. And he like sacrificed himself basically. And it was, like, meaningful. This is like the most respect R.L. Stein has had for his characters in ages. Yeah. Or, in, or yeah. not in ages, because obviously we're jumping all around, but in um, many, many of his books. Like we've yeah. read a lot of his books at this point. And I, this has to be like the most meaning he's imbued his characters with. Yeah. It, it, it really is. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe since the cheerleader saga. I was just going to mention cheerleaders because I remember how shocked we were at that. Like just how much we loved. How much he respects characters, the characters and, yeah. and, and the relationship between the sisters and then Sarah Fear mm-hmm. being released. Yeah. And like how much that they care about cheerleading. That was all taken very seriously. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't made fun of. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, maybe. Yeah. The. The most meaning of any book since we've read Cheerleaders. Yeah. Um, sorry. Do you know what movie I saw recently? This is a complete tangent. Nope. <laughs> no, I don't. Complete tangent. I've, uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer. Have you seen that? No. What's that? It's it's good. I. It is like to me. I didn't think it was that. It it's like twisted. You know, like it's mm-hmm. like a pretty fucked up movie. It's the same guy that did The Lobster. Um. I mean, I really, I, I love, the, like, The Lobster is one of my favorite movies. I didn't, I, I liked Killing of the Sacred Deer a lot, but I liked The Lobster better. Um, but it is very, very tense and, like, um, very, uh, I recommend it. It's, like, if people haven't seen it. But it's, like, very, um, like, uh, affected the way that people act in it. Like, it's very, like. Stylized? Yeah, very stylized. It's very, like, oh, I'm pleased that we're going forward with this. That kind of mm-hmm. vibe. Yeah, it's, like, that kind of thing. Nicole Kidman's in it. She's really good. Oh. Um, I don't know why I brought it up. It was just something I was thinking about. I'm very scattered today. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, that's I guess that's pretty much pretty I much it. Really, I, I just don't have anything else to say about the book. I know that this yeah. is short. It is short. I mean, I'm like going through something uh in my personal life that's like uh just really uh huge. Distracting and right now. Distracting and yeah, kind of like I'm going to be okay, but like right now I'm spread a little thin just because 
and I'll 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 share the details eventually. But like, just you know, some shits fucking going down for me, and like, I will be okay. But um, unfortunately, I'm like a little distracted at the moment. Um, literally at the moment. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you can, you know, you you laugh to keep from weeping. Uh, uh, uh it feels um, good. Um, but yeah, good. so. Uh, I like I I'm hopeful hope that you guys you know, are okay if if we release a shorter episode today. Listen, you guys are gonna have to be okay we because we d- we try to make what? it longer. Can't can't I, today. We can't. I can't just make up a bit whole cloth. Right, because also I I'm feel right. It's 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 and it's fine. Kelly but, you know. can't always be expected to come up with some amazing Fucked hypotheticals. Up hypothetical. It's gonna save the day, <laughs> and I'm not good at them. <laughs> <laughs> any other day i'd do it okay so this is how you guys know something dire is fucking happening <laughs> if i can't come up with another pointy teeth hypothetical okay I'll, everything will be fine we're sorry we go, but we're sorry ha- but but we recommend this book oh yeah and we'll see you next week yeah yeah so thank you so much everybody for listening we do uh, appreciate you even if we're releasing a half hour episode yes i'm sorry we've done it before you know what we? Here's what I'm going to say. When everyone finds out what the fuck is happening with me, anybody that complains about this episode being 30 minutes long, <laughs> you're going to feel so entitled. You're going to feel so bad. You're going to feel, feel so bad. So bad. So anyway. Um, fucking asshole. <laughs> entitled? It's yeah. not always about you. <laughs> is the you know, thing. You know what my uh, new bit that I've been loving to do is if someone like is talking and they're like just slightly excited about something, I'll just be like, "You're literally screaming right now." <laughs> <laughs> just brings it to a screeching halt. People are like, "Oh, am I? I'm so sorry." <laughs> or like, like going up to someone and just like, "Can I? Can I fucking talk to you outside?" Like, <laughs> really that upset. Is a harrowing thing to <laughs> be asked. Yeah, like if someone's like giving me shit and like. I'll just like go up to them and be like, can I talk to you outside, please? Can I talk to you outside for a second? Oh my God. Hey, hey can, can I fucking, can I, oh my God. The scariest really? sentence in, You're fucking in adult right human now. language. Yeah. Can I talk to you? Can I, can I have a word, please? Like that kind of vibe. I love can doing that. Can we talk that. for a second? Hey, just, um, just for a quick second. Can I, can I talk to you for, for hey, a quick second? Can I pull you aside real quick? Hey, I just, um, oh. I just need a minute oh. of your time. Oh my God. I'm doing it like in that voice, right? You know? Yeah. Like, sh- sh- like, just like sh- low sh- and it. rushed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Hey, um, I need to talk to you outside right now. Hey, um. Yeah. Hey, um. Hey, um. Yeah. Terror. Yeah. That. No, ooh. You. But just know that if I'm ever doing that to you, it's a hilarious bit that I'm doing. Oh, good. It's 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 very fun for me to do that. Those two bits. Can I talk to you outside for a minute? And you're it was literally like the screaming. way I found out that my dad was dead was Mike oh, no. turning to me in the middle of a group conversation and going, "Hey, um, your mom and sister have called me a bunch." Oh no. Hey, Terrifying. um terrifying well i won't put you through that then i won't say hey um i'll just be like yeah. i need to talk to you outside right now <laughs> if you could just cut out the hey um <laughs> i'll do the that only for you. thing that softens it yeah 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 all right well thank you thank you to everybody thank you to our patreon subscribers if you'd like to become one go to patreon.com slash teen creeps we've got a lot of extra content for you there um we have been releasing in <laughs> chunks giant dumps <laughs> big uh, at the end of the, like not so much weekly as monthly dumps but yeah, you, yeah. we are still getting all the content out yes so we, we apologize it's not weekly my schedule's crazy i'm unwell <laughs> kelly's <laughs> kelly's deeply unwell kelly's dealing 
So you know what? Sorry, we're we're, we're doing our best, but though. we are we are delivering. We are. It's just not. Cons- it's, it's just it's, not it's like consistent. It's not. You're not going to be like, we oh, Monday, 10 a.m. I know I'm going to get it. It, it. it will come, but you're it just will not just getting be that like, from us right now. Yeah, you're it'll be like four mini sods at once. Because that's the vibe. Yeah, you've you've got a thing. I've got good things going on in my life that are overwhelming me. Yeah, we're like yin and yang. I have like privileged fun? things, and you have like sad things. <laughs> like really fucking like like core <laughs> rocking just shit. Like, just like sad. Like really like deeply abject just misery like not things. Not fun. And but then you know I'm what? like, and then I'm over here <laughs> like, you're like the oh, best I'm you've so ever been. Hashtag blessed. And it's, mm, it's so hard to be this blessed. And I it's mean, really giving, yeah, right now. it's giving just like a really um, interesting vibe to our chemistry on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if anyone's heard it. It's like but, Apex and um, Nadir. Like, uh, I'm really exhausted cool. because I'm like, just so happy. Just like so in demand and like, right. And like. Um, doing so hashtag well. blessed um and hashtag blessed and and then you're just like hashtag cursed um hashtag cursed. just like really fucking yeah the vibe it, of 2022 hashtag cursed yeah 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 and i like i i'm hashtag blessed but i'm like acting like i'm hashtag cursed yeah which you know what and me. i'm hashtag cursed and i'm acting like i'm hashtag blessed isn't that weird i do better with crises personally like then with good things. Good news. Um, if I say, if I'm yeah, busy because same. like good things are happening, I'm like oh. Oh. Whereas if I'm, I'm just, dealing like, with panicked. like prolonged year and a half long unemployment where I don't know where the money's gonna come from. Yeah. I'm like you know what it's gonna be okay. Yeah. It's gonna be okay. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, and I don't like, know what that sickness is. For me, it's, it's like if my life is like a swirling vortex of pain and chaos. <laughs> I all I can like literally I know that like oh and quoting our Patreon episode I had to laugh like hell truly I just had to laugh like hell I just had to laugh like hell that's what's happening with me right now uh-huh. so and I do hoodle. and we both know what our things are and we don't want to talk about it right now can't sorry but you'll find out soon mm-hmm. about all of it <laughs> what if we made it a Patreon <laughs> <laughs> If you want to know what's going on with Kelly and I, subscribe patreon.com slash teen creeps. That is unhinged. Oh my God. Oh my God. Should we do a Patreon drive of number of subscriptions? If we reach a certain number, we'll both talk about what we'll we'll drop it. Yeah. If we get like 800 subscribers. Okay. So now we're updating $808 patrons. That's about that money. Okay. If we had $808 patrons. Well, this, then that's that, where our secret's safe. Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But I was sort of like half, halfway realistically. <laughs> so like, okay, $408 patrons. If we had $408 patrons. That would be unhinged. I can't do that. that that's I mean, wrong. For that's you, wrong. that's wrong. For me, it's maybe okay. You know what I'm no. saying? For me, it's 100% okay. And me volunteering that for you is wrong. Oh, no, I don't care. But, I mean, that's nice of you, but it's wrong of me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice yeah, of yeah, you, yeah. wrong of me. Yeah. Um, but anyway, patreon.com anyway, slash teen creeps. Patreon.com slash teen creeps. A special thank you to our Patreon producers. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez. Adam Howitz. Amanda Kay. Amanda Nangle. Amy T. Ann Dwyer. Brian Petty II. Caitlin L. Carrie Ham. Claire Moore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny B. Drew Waranis. Ellie Lagos. Emma. Emma M. Aaron B. Gabriella Santiago. 
Jonna Fernandez, Gwendolyn Ludovic, Jason H., Jeremy Kronk, Jeremy Goodfellow and Marco Pavlicic, Jessica Smith-Harper, Jessica Yu, Jonathan Venable, Sersha Descaro, Karen Lewis, Kat Miller, Katie Lilly, Katie Olsner, Keith Anderson, Kelly Burns, Carrie N., Kodiak Siegel, Landry Desmond, Larry Wynn, Laura Hooper, Mary N., Megan Lozier, Melody, Micah Eunice, Miguel Camacho, Miranda Hester, Molly G., Molly Marks, Noah Spargo, Rachel Bassert, Rashad B., Randy Klett, Rebecca Goss, Rogue Kalahua, Sarah Wallen, Sasha Gibson, Sylvie T., Tristan Buckner, Victoria Beck, Victoria Gray, and Victoria Valdez. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Um, so we, we got clo- closer to a normal length episode with all of our yeah. ranting. Because we fucking uh, blue balls everybody about our news. <laughs> Oh boy, what a what a time to be alive! Truly, shocked I'm still here. Gotta say, woof, woof, woof. All right, thank well, you, everyone. We'll see you next week. We are reading Caroline B. Cooney's "Wanted!" <laughs> Exclamation mark! Yeah, wanted. And this was haunted. And this was haunted. We're haunted, haunted. and we're wanted. We're haunted and we're wanted. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag cursed. Hashtag mm-hmm. wanted. Hashtag haunted. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. All right, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.